that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where, baby? Y'all making this evening. Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast. As I'm talking out my ass with Ron Samford, who is the president and CEO of Metairie Bank. And uh, I know you've been hearing about this. The government is now pushing a bill to record every transaction over 600 bucks. And give it to the IRS, and Ron's going to tell us why that's a bad thing and why the banks are really not in favor of it and why you should pay attention and then call your congressmen and senators and go, oh, no, you didn't. That's on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ass right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Okay, so we're talking to Ron Sanford Jr., who is the president and CEO of the Metri Bank over there. How you doing, Ron? How'd you get into banking anyway, man? I'm doing well. I'm not sure how I got into banking, but I uh, started out as an auditor, uh, public accounting, and uh, started auditing a number of banks and uh, kind of liked it and uh, ultimately wound up leaving public accounting to go, to go to work for one in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, oh. a long time ago. So. Cowtown. You bet. Yeah, I mean, I used to watch Alice and Flo and Kiss My Grits, and she's from Cowtown. Uh, my brother was actually into banking. He, he he worked at the Bank of Gonzales for a long time, and then he got hired away to help start another bank down there, and then he got into politics, and now he's just, I think he's biding the weeks until he can retire, and he and his wife are moving to France, and yeah, so there you go. Well, it must be nice. Well, her, she's from France. Her parents left a little condo in Nice, uh, so they're just going to go, okay, we're retired. The kids are out of the house. Let's go to France. So, Boy, what a great place to retire. Nice. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't never been. I ain't, ain't nothing in Europe with my name on it, except for whiskey. There's some whiskey over there with my name on it, but other than that. Um, well, I, I worked over there for a couple of years and got to uh, got to appreciate it, I must say. My wife and I were in London with her oldest daughter for two years and we traveled quite a bit and we did go down to the French Riviera and Nice is a beautiful spot. So. Is it beautiful because they got all, love it. Chicks, all those chicks are topless while they're sunbathing or uh, or maybe there shouldn't be some of them doing that? Yeah, some of them shouldn't be doing that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the beaches themselves are pebbles. It's not a very nice sandy beach but yeah. other than that the Mediterranean's pretty. 
Yeah, it's it's nice. I've seen pictures. That's that's enough, you know. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. I'm looking to build a yeah. camp out in the swamp and shoot hogs off my back porch. Uh, so so you sent out a letter, and it's not the first letter I've heard about this. And then uh, somebody else posted on Facebook a letter from a, a a bank about Metairie Bank size out in Colorado, someplace. And then you guys sent out this letter talking about this. Uh, the Treasury Department is going to. Uh, there's a fear that the IRS is going to start monitoring all transactions in all U.S. banks uh, that are over six hundred bucks. I as a, a self-employed entertainer and, and various different things. I mean, right now I'm doing voiceovers for a, a guy who is lecturing for the Federalist Society, but also when I was on the road doing stand-up comedy, uh, any kind of voiceovers that I do that they don't take taxes out of or any plays that I do or anything like that, if you make over 600 bucks, you got to get a, a 1099 form. And uh, so, I mean, the first thing that came to mind about this was, well, you already got to get a 1099 uh, tax-wise anyway, so what's the big deal? But then it's like, I don't know, man. This, this is like, suppose, suppose I don't know, for, for any number of reasons. Am I, am I now going to start limiting my income to 550 bucks at a pop? What exactly are they trying to accomplish with this? Well, that's... I'm not sure anybody knows. Ultimately, what they want is they think a number of U.S. taxpayers are underpaying their liability, and they want more money, and they want that to make uh, the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill more palatable. They're trying to reduce the cost of that by increasing what the IRS will recover in audits. And uh, the way they're targeting it is to have banks report on any account, business or personal, that has a balance of $600, report all the transactions in that account for the year, the inflows and outflows, to the IRS. That's that's the scheme. Well, that's, first, that's, that's monumental, isn't it? I mean, the IRS can't deal with stuff. I just got my tax return like two weeks ago from when I filed you know, early on. And I mean, it, it, and, and they had to bounce back and forth and say, well, we're, uh, we think you only deserve this. And, and the IRS always wears you down and you just go, uh, you know what, if you just go away, you can just keep whatever you owe me. So I don't think they're, the IRS has the capabilities to do this. And uh, I, I was at first not overly concerned about it, but then I remembered a, a few years back when the IRS bought like a billion rounds of nine mil a hotter points and i'm going why why does the irs need that many bullets and why do they need guns anyway so yeah. anytime you say irs i think your average person out there gets gets the free songs and i know i do sure and, and i do too and and bankers have known about this now for some time since the biden administration first proposed this three and a half trillion dollar bill that this was that this was banked in baked into it but uh now we've decided that we're not being listened to enough and that the best way to get some action opposing this is to let our customers know that, hey, Big Brother is wanting us to snoop on you and provide all of your information to them. Not only is it a ridiculous regulatory burden for us, but 
how in the world are they going to protect your information? The IRS is historically loose with, you know, oh, somebody's yeah. tax return gets exposed. Oh, somebody's tax liabilities just shows up in the newspaper. They're, they're not going to protect your information, and, but that's what banks do. I mean, we have to, you have to trust your financial institution that they're going to protect the privacy of your information. And now, all of a sudden, we're turning it over to the government, and that, that's calamitous. It's, uh, it just can't happen. We need, we've got to stop it. Well, and for one thing, for one thing, everybody's trying to move. I know. I think Denmark has already done it. They moved to a strictly paperless uh, currency. Everything is done by uh, transaction, which to me says, you know, the right kind of hacker can can bring that country to a screaming halt. Every every person can't go out and buy a dozen eggs and a loaf of bread if they if they're able to shut it all down. And I think the second thing. The first thing that I'll tell you right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start demanding my money in cash, and I want, I, you know, I'm 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 going to go buy silver coins and gold and keep it in a safe. I'm going to start putting it in a coffee can or put it under my mattress, you know. So frankly, I think it's going to hurt you guys across the board because I ain't going, I'm not going to have a bank account less than you know, more than six hundred bucks. Well, exactly. It's it, we're all scared of that. People are going to say, well, I don't want the IRS to have all my information. I'll just close my account. And go to a black market and go back to a cash market. You know, we've been hearing for years that cash is going away, cash is going away. It's a cashless society. And this is going to revert back mm-hmm. to cash. And uh, that's not necessarily a good thing. Why is it not a, a good thing? Standpoint. Well, you're susceptible if you're carrying $1,000 in cash around you on the street. Uh, somebody else may decide they, they want to take it from you. Well, I mean, it's not going to be hanging out of my pocket. I mean, they got uh, they got those Jewish diamond dealers, the Hasidic Jews, walking around with thousands of dollars worth of diamonds in their pocket. You know, it's a it's a. I guess there is a lot. There is some of that for sure. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be though if if that many people went to. Not going to the banks and doing more cash transactions. I guess the odds are that you know if you pull a gun on somebody, the odds are they're going to have a bunch of cash on them, especially exactly. if they're heading towards the grocery store or something. Right. Right. Exactly. That's just that's just one aspect of it. But it, it is you feel pretty secure if you've just got a debit card and your phone, and somebody steals those from you. Well, you go cancel your debit card mm-hmm. and uh, try to put a seeker on your phone and find out where it is. And you know, you're not much the worse off. But if they get a thousand bucks from you, well, there you go. True. A little bit of a different ballgame. Well, not only that, but I mean, there's always constantly talk about a wealth tax where they actually come knock on your door and go, how much do you have? And, you know, I mean, people are afraid. And, oh, they're all, some people are going, oh, that'll never happen. Well, yes, it's history has shown that it has happened in the past in a lot of countries. Ain't happened to this one, but that don't mean it hadn't happened. Uh, why exactly. six? Why 600 bucks? Well, no, I, I don't know. That's just a de minimis amount that they threw out. And, and there's talk that they would raise it maybe to 1000 maybe even to $10,000. But that's not the point. That's still uh, ridiculous. And there's a lot of people that have more money than that in their bank accounts. And you're still talking about a whole lot of reporting of very private information, mm-hmm. transactional information, to the government. So it's not so much the amount. I heard Treasury Secretary Yellen testified Wednesday. And they were asking her, well, why $600? And she said, well, because... It has to be a very low amount because otherwise the, the wealthy people will spread out all of their money in a number of different accounts and get below 
the de minimis amount. So uh, that's that's the reasoning that she gave. So in other words, it's, it's punishing the rich, except I mean, yes. except Soros. So, because I'm reading, uh, I'm reading this fact check article out of USA Today, because, because of course they referred to uh, when uh, Infowars, that guy from Infowars, put the thing out there. Well, then they had to start referencing him so that they can immediately go, well, this is, you know, this is just the right wing kook saying all this. But you're not a right wing kook. I mean, you're, you're, a, well, you're a respected member of the community and the president of a of a bank around here, and you you loan money out, and you, I mean, I got a mortgage with you guys, so. You know, I mean, but the thing of it is, it's like I can't, I, I, I don't like them all up in my business to begin with because they're just people like the rest of us. Everybody thinks the government is some kind of savior. I mean, look at Katrina. They can't stack dirt. So what makes you think they're going to do anything better? They, you know, look at Walter Reed Hospital had to get shut down because of all the mold and the cooties up in there going. Yeah. What makes you think they can run uh, medicine? And and I don't even want to get into COVID. So, uh yeah. Let me let me step away for a second. Uh, when we come back, we'll pick it up right here and find out more. And, I, and, and a couple other money things that bother me. And my guess is Ron Sanford Jr., just to make sure, you know, he's named after somebody. But he's the president and CEO of Metri Bank. And we'll also get a little history on Metri Bank and how long it's been around here on the Spudcast, talking out my ass back right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay. But where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. That doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the Home Team Advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team Advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. And we're back talking to Ron Sanford Jr., the president and CEO of Metri Bank here. And we're talking about this uh, this Treasury Department uh, declares the IRS will monitor transactions in all U.S. bank accounts over 600 bucks. Um, how will you, if, if, first off, in your letter, it says contact your, your congressman and tell him you don't want this. I don't want this. So I'm going to contact them. My senators, I got, I got, I know John Kennedy personally. I know a couple of our congressmen personally, so I'm going to contact them personally, and the rest of them I'm going to go to that link and just go, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But what is this yes. going to do to you guys in banks like yours that, you know, I mean, you're not all over the place. You're in Metairie. you got branches around the area right here. You're a legitimate bank, but, you know, it's not like you're spreading the cost of everything all across the country like Chase or somebody like that. What is this going to how, – how much is this going to cost you as a bank – to have to take care of all this nonsense. Well, we're very concerned about it. I mean, I, I don't know what it would cost from a systems and programming standpoint for us to be able to actually take that data and transfer it to the federal government. We'll have to figure that out. Hopefully, well, hopefully we won't have to figure that well, out. Well, but I mean, hopefully do you think it's going to get past? Well, I mean, are they going to 
are they gonna are you gonna have enough problems putting this together that the IRS will just come in and go here here's some here's some uh, here's some some software and you just download this into your stuff and it'll all be automatic and and since you have to do it and this is not going to cost you any money then then guess what now they're stepping on my toes well now they're stepping on my knees so making yeah. it, making it that much easier for you and then once they get their foot in that particular door how many other doors they're going to have feet in well, that's that's so true. But the, usually they'll say, "Here, your file has to be in this format," and you go figure out how to get it in that format and send it to us. And it, the cost is on us to to go do that. And then, you know, I don't know if they're going to want it quarterly or just once a year or what kind of dump they're going to they're going to want. But there's definitely a cost to that, and it's going to be in the thousands of dollars for sure. So every financial institution would be. Which means I'm going to pay for it. Speaking to that, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know what? That's what a lot of people don't understand. You're either going to pay for it as a consumer or a taxpayer, regardless of what's done and regardless of point of view, oh, the rich, oh, we're going to tax these corporations. It don't matter. I'm going to pay for it either as a consumer or as a taxpayer. That's just all there is to it. I mean, I'll tell you the truth, Ron. I'm a fair tax guy. I think there should be a consumption tax and the rest of it is like, you know, that way I can I can literally vote, not with my vote, just my vote, but also with my money by either purchasing or not purchasing stuff because, you know, they would get paid directly with taxes. I bought things, and I think that's the yeah. only fair way, but that ain't going to happen either. So well, Probably not. I'm kind of a flat tax guy. You know, everybody pays whatever the percentage is, and uh, that's what you pay. Well, I'm, I'd rather a flat tax than what we got now because it all just yeah. rises and falls. I mean, just put bottom line. Here's everybody. It's like everybody pays 7% to the feds and 2% to the state and 2% to your parish or municipality. And then everything else I get to keep, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's, 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 that's simple. That ain't going to happen. That's, that, they don't, you don't have enough power. To do that, no, so. no, it's too it's too easy, and it would cost too many careers, too many tax accountants and attorneys. So this wouldn't be able to make a living. So this is all for that three point five trillion dollar thing, and, and 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 whatever they're saying about it is a load. I mean, every, I I don't believe anything anybody says anymore. I mean, I, I have to take salt pills because I take so much grains of salt with everything I hear. Um, do you think? If this is going to pass, I mean, this this certainly can't be done by executive order. This has to pass Congress. They have to pass a law to do this. They can't just start doing it. No, that's correct, yeah. It's got to be legislatively done. How long do you think that'll take? Well, it's going to be part of this Reconciliation Act, and it just, I don't know if they're going to vote on that, you know, early next week or late next week or never be able to vote on it. So it's it's such a fluid situation. So everybody really and truly needs to go to this link and gar- and start saying, I, I don't want this. Don't they vote. really do. Yes. Do not vote for this because if you do, because I'll tell you what, you want to fix a lot of the problems that we have, start taxing political campaign tr- uh, contributions. Put a tax on those. And also, if I can't vote for you, then I can't give you any money. You know? So in other words... Uh, right. If there's a senator here, and, and repeal the 17th Amendment and put senators' elections back into each state's legislature, that's what they ought to do. And that would fix a lot of this, but nobody listens to me anyway. Um, 
Let's end, let's end uh, uh, this conversation on kind of a happy note and tell me some more about Metri Bank. How long you been there? How how old is Metri Bank? Give us some Metri Bank history. Yeah, I have been here since uh, 2013, so I'm I'm uh, partly through my eighth eighth year here. We were founded in 1947, hmm. so next year we'll be celebrating our 75th anniversary. But we have uh, we're 565 million dollars in assets, and we have nine locations: two on the North Shore and seven here on the East Bank of uh, Jefferson Parish. And we were founded the same year that the U.S. Air Force was founded, and the same year that a uh, streetcar named Desire won the best best play of, of the year. So this, the same re- uh, year that that was produced. Oh. So we go way way back. So this is this will be your diamond anniversary. So if I open a checking account, am I going to get like a little diamond pin or something like that, or a baseball diamond shaped pin or something? You know. Yeah, maybe an emblem. An emblem of that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. a diamond. We're, we're working on that now. That's cool. Yeah, make it out of aluminum foil and uh, and uh, put in a diamond in '75 on it. That'd be very cool. And and uh, half a billion dollars in uh, in assets, which right. by, by the way, I think uh, I think. I think the Powerball is up to that. So if I win the Powerball, I can like buy y'all or something. We'll make us an offer. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. You kidding me? That you know how many, you know how many $600 accounts I'd have to open to tell the U.S. to kiss my butt if I won a half a million yeah. dollars and bought a bank? Forget about it, man. I'm sure. I'm taking my money in 20s, and I'm going to hit every boob bar there is between here and San Diego. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, at, at $599 a, a pop, that's what I'm going to go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if y'all, I mean, y'all, so y'all are a full, completely, you know, you're, you're a, a small bank. You're, you're a, a hometown bank and you, but We're you're a community bank. Yes. Community. That's a, Absolutely. Yeah, that's, and, but y'all do everything. I mean, like I said, I got a mortgage with you guys. So, I mean, oh, yeah. you can do mortgage. full service. We, we are, uh, the largest and oldest commercial bank headquartered in Jefferson Parish, which is the largest parish in the state of Louisiana. So we, uh, you know, we, we have some staying power here. We're mm-hmm. pretty proud of uh, what we've done through the years and being able to maintain that, well, I mean, that position. But you, you have links to other banks. Like, for instance, if people got to run from a storm and they're going to be, you know, out of town and they got a Metairie Bank you know, a debit card or something like that to pay their hotel rooms. I mean, you have links to the other stuff, don't you? Oh, sure. And we're a part of Community Cash, which is a network of uh, over 4,000 ATMs throughout the southeast. So if you're, uh, you know, evacuating to Houston or to Shreveport or to Birmingham, Alabama, you can find an ATM that's uh, part of that network and would be, you know, no, no fees associated with it and all that kind of stuff. So we, yeah, we definitely... You can use Metairie Bank's debit credit cards anywhere. That's classic. Okay. I, well, I, I mean, I don't know that. You know, I, 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 I'm with. Uh, I do most of my banking with Chase only because I was with another bank that bought then Chase bought them out, and it was just the same place. You know, so it was a whole lot easier right. for me just to stay there. But uh, you know, sure. I may be wandering down to your end of Metairie Road here before too much longer, anyway. So. Well. It, yeah, and it never hurts to know. And we just found this out through uh, uh, through this COVID crisis. The the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, those loans. A lot of the uh, Chase customers here locally and Capital One customers here locally found out that 
if they didn't know a banker personally, they couldn't get anybody to even return a phone call about hmm. how to apply for that and get that loan funded. And we we took a number of Chase and Capital One customers and turned them around and got them through the system and got them funded, and uh, they have become customers of ours. So the big banks are great until something happens that you yeah. need to know. Well, I mean, you need I, to have a relationship with a banker. Yeah. I, I have a I have a relationship with the manager of the bank and some of the you know the, the head teller and people like that at the bank. But I mean, you know, yeah, they only go so far. But I mean, exactly. I, now I know now I have the cell number of the president and CEO of Metri Bank. So there you go. I don't suppose you can help me bump my SBA loan to get, try to get my house fixed after uh, Ida, do you? Oh, uh, you bet we can. We, we're, really? we're definitely an SBA lender, so yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll be seeing you this week coming. Uh, <laughs> All right. Where is the uh, Where is the website that people need to go to to tell the uh, to tell uh, Uncle Sam that he needs to quit pointing his finger where he's pointing it? The easiest place is it's uh, it's banklocally dot org. Org slash privacy. Banklocally.org slash privacy. Backslash privacy. And that is an ICBA uh, webpage. ICBA is the Independent Community Bankers Association. Uh, we're longtime members of that. They advocate for community banks, the smaller banks all over the country. And it's a secure website. And uh, if you click on the Take Action button, the opening screen. You can either log in through Facebook or you can log in directly. And based on your address, it'll automatically pop up communications that will send to your specific legislators that you can edit if you'd like, or you can just send them like they are. It's very easy. Yeah. Uh, well, if I let you quick. say it, there ain't going to be any cuss words in it. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should let you uh, speak for me because uh, uh, rest assured I will start cussing pretty quick. So. Yeah. We have to tone it down a little bit. A little bit, because, yeah, I know they got people who look through that stuff and just go, oh, no, not Spud again. Jesus yeah, right. Me. Ron, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Metri Bank is right there at, uh, let's see, uh, well, it's uh, Metri Road right at Severn, and uh, right. there's one across from uh, the Langesteins, that shopping center over there, the other in Metri Road. And I know you got exactly. a couple on Vets. Boy, that one on, on Severn, boy, it took a serious hitting in uh and uh, knocked your sign down for Ida. Knocked it down pretty it good. It did. Knocked your sign and knocked your generator out, too. And, yeah. Uh, luckily, we were able to get back up within three or four days uh, and back in business. But, uh, yeah, we took a couple of shots there. Well, I, but we I, rolled with the punches. Yeah. I was up at the—I I just went up to the other one to pay my— I, I, I like to show up and pay my mortgage in person, you know. Yeah. So, so good that's, for you. Well, I just—I do. I like to deal with people. You know, I like, so yeah. just like you said, I'll show up over there and then the, 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 the tellers all know who I am, even though we don't necessarily know each other's name, but they know my face when I come right. in there or they know that I'm not a bank robber since I'm wearing a mask. So <laughs> yeah. that's the biggest deal right there. Anyway, Ron, I really, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Ron uh, Sanford Jr. is the president and CEO of Metairie Bank. And uh, if you're looking for some banking, they got you covered. There it is. You bet. Right. My pleasure, Spud. Thanks. Thank All right, wrapping up Spudcast right after this. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. 
Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Ron Sanford, Metri Bank. Pay attention, because uh, you think the government ain't got their hands in your pocket enough now? <laughs> Just wait. Anyway, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. You can find me here on Red Circle and Spotify and Google and Public Radio and Amazon and Stitcher and on Twitter at Spud Got That. And on my Facebook page is Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big TZ. See you guys tomorrow with another exciting episode of the Spudcast. Till then, y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan. <laughs>